0: Welcome back, Time Investors. Guys, I know it's been a little bit longer than usual. However, research and trying to find companies that are disrupting the industries today does take a little bit of time, but we're gonna start this week. So I want you to get plugged in and get ready to be electrified because we're gonna be taking industries, breaking them down, and then within each industry, we'll be identifying companies that will potentially be market leaders. This is open source information at its finest so to all the time investors let's get to it a resurgence in electrification of the automobile industry to combat global climate change is exponentially erupting this next decade will bring change across the entire ev value chain creating lucrative opportunities for investors and of course for our society's survival in the future To ensure the EV revolution expands rapidly, the US government will fuel the largest mobilization of public investment, infrastructure, and R&D across the industry. They will put action behind their words by revitalizing their own fleet of around 650,000 vehicles. The EV industry, which currently accounts for only 1% of the global car stock as of 2019, will create a domino effect across many companies in the value chain. As time investors, we will break down the framework of the EV industry to ultimately help us identify companies with strategic assets that will deliver decades of wins and simultaneously support our climate initiatives. So what will you guys learn? The EV brief history, industry breakdown, the value chain, strategic resources, who are the winners, challenges, and of course, some key insights. So go ahead and download this report as soon as possible. So now a blast from the past. Electric cars first spawned during the mid-1800s, a half century before the invention of gasoline cars. They gained a wide adoption across cities from ease of operation, little gas emission, and producing little noise. By 1900, electric vehicles represented 38% of U.S. automobiles. Now, this movement was attracted by prominent figures like Ferdinand Porsche, founder of the Porsche Car Company, who created the world's first hybrid car, the electric P1, powered by gasoline and battery power. Similarly, Henry Ford and Thomas Edison worked on projects to produce an electric vehicle that could run 100 miles, which eventually was scrapped due to costs. While the benefits for electric vehicles were obvious, interest in electric cars eventually declined because of three forces, infrastructure, mass production, and battery technology. Most homes lacked electricity. Lead acid batteries weighed 500 to 1,000 pounds with heavy maintenance requirements, and the demand for mass produced Model T accelerated. The inventions were present during the turn of the century, but it was unfortunate that the infrastructure for innovation to spearhead electric vehicles at that time were not practical enough to reach mass scale. Now, in the 21st century, we have a different narrative in place. The infrastructure to spearhead innovation across the EV space is vibrant and on the precipice of exponentially revolutionizing urban life. So now in terms of the industry makeup, electric cars currently represent 2.6% of global car sales and 1% of the global stock amounting to around 7.2 million vehicles. November, 2020, 400,000 EVs were sold, which expected sales of 500,000 in December of terms of last year, setting record highs. During the pandemic crisis, gas powered vehicles experienced a serious decline in sales, while EVs actually accelerated by 33%. According to ArcInvest predictions, the industry is expected to grow to 40 million vehicle sales in 2025, resulting in an 82% CAGR and more than 30% of the stock to be electric. This trajectory is a result of a series of factors fueling the EV market. The most obvious one government policies requiring zero emission mandates, environmental pollution, Technological advancements in cell batteries, which represent the largest cost component of EVs, competitive cost structures that are comparable with gasoline cars, and finally, evolving infrastructure to support the increase in EV demand. Currently, the leader in terms of vehicle output and adoption rests in China as they currently maintain 38% of the market share, followed by the collective European countries and then the U.S., Within each internal market, European countries have achieved 20 to 30% market share with China, while China hit an 8.6% market share. The top five global EV car manufacturers are Tesla, Volkswagen, BYD in China, BMW, and SMG SGMW, making up around 40% of the global market share. Now, the market can be broken out between passenger cars, commercial vehicles, two to three uh, wheelers, which are common in India and China. The majority of the share will be focused on passenger cars and more specifically, mid-priced cars. Now, let's break down the EV value chain. As an investor, it's important to understand the supply chain of the EVs to position opportunities that offer monopolistic environments resulting in higher margins and sustainable profits. So the value chain can be divided into four categories with varying levels of economic characteristics. So let's talk about the upstream. You have raw material mining. Then you have the manufacturing. So this ranges from battery cell manufacturing, battery pack assembling, and then the actual EV manufacturing. So the actual manufacturing of the vehicles, and then you have the downstream EV services and EV sales infrastructure. And finally, recycling of batteries and other components to produce that economic cycle that's required specifically. When it comes to the various cycles of productions, investors need to isolate opportunities that offer high barriers of entry, competitive advantages, and the ability to scale with strong unit economics. So what are the strategic resources in the EV world? So from the developing resource perspective, exclusive mining rights. This is essential in the production of batteries, which is one of the most expensive components of EVs. The raw materials are classified as rare earth elements with high concentration in China, South America, Australia, and one world-class location in North America, specifically in the Mountain Pass Deposit in California. So Mountain Pass Materials is developing the most advanced eco-friendly mining facility. And also there's high barriers of entry. It's very capital intensive and a limited supply. So if you think about the metal demands here, we have nickel, aluminum, phosphorus, iron, copper, graphite, lithium, cobalt, and manganese. So all these are critical elements and they are increasing in demand, but not only do they produce specific battery components, think about also the magnets and other components that are part of the electric vehicle uh, supply chain. Now, in terms of research and development, We have battery technology batteries are once again, one of the most important elements in EVs. The amount of energy that can be stored in a battery will determine the range and performance in the vehicle. The most common types of battery are, is the lithium ion batteries making up about 70% of the rechargeable battery market. So there are three components in making batteries. You have the cell, the module and the packs. So the cells, they're the smallest, but most critical component that actually produce the energy and make up about 75% of the cost. China and the US are expected to have 84% of the lithium ion cell production. Then you have the module that contains several cells within terminals to connect and make and actually makes about 11% of the cost. And finally you have the packs that consists of many modules that are assembled with cooling equipment and they make up about 14% of the cost. So that gives you an idea in terms of where majority of the cost is underlying here. Now, ARC's research indicates that leaders are manufacturing cell-to-battery packs vehicle, or to vehicles with without modules to produce more kilo, kilowatt hours and increase the range of vehicles. So, you know, you have the three components, but ARC is specifying that the leaders in this industry are actually skipping the modules here. So anytime you read that, that should give you a hint. Battery costs have also improved drastically, falling by 28% to below hundred dollars per kilowatt hour. Research is heavily focused also in the cathode materials that can deliver high energy density. And finally, Tesla and Panasonic partnership leads a pack in battery production followed by LG Chemical, AESC and Samsung SDI, and then QuantumScape. So I've highlighted here the, the actual uh, key components of the batteries and then various different elements that should give you green flags if you identify them as you're reading through your own personal research that, Hey, this potential company, if they have some of these characteristics could be potential winners. Now let's jump into the semiconductors. The brain behind EV companies are chips. They enable the electrical sophistication of powering the batteries, supporting tech components in the vehicles and providing software. So, Companies like NVIDIA, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, NXP Semiconductors, TE Connectivity, Infineon Technologies, and renaissance these are all key players in this market. And it's important to note that these chips not only support EVs, but other technological industries, so they are a primary asset. Then we'll jump into autonomous technology. EVs with the software capability to achieve self-driving autonomy will create an initial competitive advantage. There are assumptions that Tesla plans to launch a fully autonomous taxi network. So the technology is based on a couple of three uh, elements here. You have camera-based strategies, LiDAR and HD mapping, and infrastructure sensors are the main uh, technologies deployed to achieve autonomous driving. ARX Reachers is forecasting $1 trillion in earnings by 2030 for autonomous vehicles. And now, finally, we have brand and vertical integration across the supply chain as a strategic asset here. So distribution and scalability to increase market share will be defined by brand strength and infrastructure to produce rapidly. Vehicles with the most advanced technologies that achieve reliability, performance, and practicality will benefit. Additionally, many young EV companies are partnering with existing auto manufacturers who have the appropriate infrastructure to produce at scale, except for Tesla. So it's important to note here that companies that develop their own production facilities with practical scalability will have an advantage initially. And second, high margin opportunities will also be present in the recycling process of batteries. Recycling batteries will require unique expertise in chemical management and logistical constraints in terms of the location of facilities. So now we've identified the history, we understand the industry, and we actually have a clear view of what the strategic assets are. So how do we evaluate the winners? Well, do not fall in the Nikola trap. EV companies with only a story will likely end up last in this race. Companies that have proven tested prototypes with nearsighted production plans have an opportunity. The most idealistic position will be EV companies that already have vehicles in the market and expanding their footprint. Manufacturing infrastructure with high capacity. Very few EV companies can expand their footprint at scale uh, without uh, traditional automakers. Usually, they must acquire and restore old plants or partner with legacy automakers who are also uh, competitors in the market. It is important to identify players that can invest quickly in smart factories and scale rapidly without the significant support of existing large automakers. So profitable production at scale and fast is key. The third element here is unit economics plays a significant role, especially among commercial vehicles. It is important that EV vehicles can compete in price with traditional gasoline-powered vehicles. The economic feasibility check will make it a no brainer for companies like Amazon, UPS, and other commercial fleets to make the switch towards EVs at scale. So I want you to think of one key word here, total ownership cost. So the cheaper it is to own these vehicles, the faster their expansion will be among society. And finally, technology advancement and IP preservation will also become a critical factor. EV companies that have consistent R&D investment to generate future cash flows will have an advantage. Regarding the EV product, ARK highlights that dollar per charging rate or miles of range added per minute of charging will set companies apart from competitors. Beyond the vehicle itself, identify companies that will develop revenue streams from the collection of data, implementation of autonomous networks, and the production of high margin products in the supply chain. So once again, if you guys see those type of keywords as you're doing your research, remember that sets them up to be potential leaders. So across the board, you have to think about the actual performance of that vehicle and in this case range and how quickly you can charge that vehicle and then the efficiency behind it as well. And of course, Tesla is a key leader in this space. Now, it's important to also think about teams here so teams with high count of engineers and experts in the space will have a talent pool advantage look for ev companies with management that is experienced across the supply chain leaders with expertise from legacy automobile companies and existing talent from ev leaders such as tesla so anytime you see companies that have very technical specialized individuals within their departments um, and specifically autonomous networks battery technology, and then also let's not ignore the material composition of these vehicles that will set them apart. And if they source talent from the best of the leaders today, that will also give them a competitive advantage. And finally here, we have the mass market demand needs to be available in the near future, so identify companies that have a high commitment and long-term relationships with customers. So companies have already established relationships with companies of the likes, Amazon, FedEx, UPS or other important, uh, players that should be a green light. Usually many EV companies that will become public will have very little revenue. As a result, relationships with large customers will make or break the company. Now, if an EV company becomes public and they already have substantial revenue and they actually have vehicle production, well, that's a win-win strategy right there. So now we talked about how we should look at potential winners. What challenges will the EV space experience? Well, first and foremost, energy infrastructure to support the EV revolution. Consistent charging infrastructures at profitable business models are a necessity. Right now, there's a lack of consistency in supporting this infrastructure. Users' experience from payment platforms, uptime, performance, and the ability to reserve a charge needs to be defined. Currently, user experience is not the best, and one does not have the patience to wait for many minutes to drive an additional 20, 40 miles before their car gets charged. Charging should be as easy as filling up the car with gas. Second, integration of electrical vehicles with existing power systems. As EVs continue to expand, electricity demand and supply will need to adapt. Managing charging patterns, as well as incorporating renewable based electricity generation, such as solar panels will play a key role. And the other element here that uh, isn't talked about a lot is cybersecurity risks. Now, as vehicles become connected across all components, and we shift to a stage of autonomous driving, cybersecurity becomes more important. So cars today, and especially in the future, will have around 100 plus electronic control units and millions in millions and lines of code. So risks of hackers accessing ECUs can lead to severe public safety issues. Consumer trust can destroy a product or propel its adoption. So this is very important to keep in mind. And companies who are actually implementing these well in advance, again, positive green light. And finally, the recycling infrastructure. So the extraction of rare earth minerals like lithium is a difficult and lengthy process. Since a higher concentration of these metals already exists in batteries, recycling becomes a critical component. If EV companies are targeting a sustainable future, then a solution to recycle battery cells and other components in the supply chain is critical. So guys, let's summarize all this up to provide some key insights for you. First, there is a major push from governments to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The Biden administration has made it clear and they will support many changes that will transform the automobile industry. Second, it's important to understand the supply chain process and focus on the stages that will have less competition and higher margins like raw material mining, EV brands that have advanced and protected technologies and the recycling stage that will present great opportunities. We also, have to be more specific in identifying companies with the greatest engineering talent, heavily focused on R and D have viable products and realistic strategy to scale rapidly. There's also an important concept here. There are four key segments in the space, passenger vehicles, light commercial vehicles, two wheelers and three wheelers and municipal buses. So it's important to understand which space you're going to play in, and which companies will lead in those spaces. And that can happen in many stages. And An important point here is, as e-commerce is exploding and government support policy, the initial growth based on pure economics will be on last mile delivery and buses. So guys, if you like the content, please make sure to share this newsletter, share this post, or subscribe. I've given you guys a couple of hints here, but the next couple of breakdowns will focus on the best companies that I believe will be strong players in the EV supply chain. So get ready, time investors. We'll be going in and breaking down stone by stone the companies that will become potential market leaders. And if you guys require some additional resources, I've highlighted a couple of places here for you to go in and become more than an above average EV expert. So with that, thank you guys for your support and patience, and welcome to 2021. It's already been a crazy year, but full of excitement and plenty of opportunities. Thank you.